0: Welcome to Corks and Cowtown, where everything is poppin'. Grab your drinks, the show is about to begin. Well, howdy y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Corks and Cowtown. I'm joined by someone who you all know, or at least you should know by now, and that is my friend, Henry.
1: Hey girl, hey girl. I miss you, it's so I good to see you again. Uh, okay,
0: so we do this all the time, is that we... Don't see each other forever, and then we have like a long catch up. It's
1: like a three, four hour brunch. Yeah, or we typically or get
0: like real close. Yeah. So, to the mic. Oh
1: yes, I, yeah. I, Paul's already about to <laughs> I was look like, yeah, at me. Like, you're
0: going to get in so much trouble yeah. <laughs> if you don't get closer to the mic.
1: Every time I'm in the studio, <laughs> he says that to me. Um, you should. I you think I'd be used to it by now.
0: I mean, but, you would think so. Yeah. But it is what it is.
1: Reese, uh, producer for my podcast, he just always he's like, I'm just constantly turning your levels up, Henry. You
0: have, <laughs> and here's the thing: is like obviously when we're out, I feel like we can be loud, mm-hmm. but there's something about when you're like in this room, you're with just like, mic too. I'm on my best behavior. Yeah.
1: and I think in for me, room. with a mic, normally if I'm talking into a mic, it's projecting something so I can gauge the levels. But That's here, true. I can't gauge the levels yeah, on no. the other side of the soundboard. You obviously. just have to be loud because yeah. you
0: can always be turned down.
1: Yes. Just That's the true. turning
0: up is harder. Yeah, because
1: you can only turn up so much. Exactly. So, I was like, yeah. especially,
0: you know, turning up on a Tuesday. Yep.
1: Oh, my yeah. gosh. I was but like... <laughs> I was going to say, thanks for having me. I back. know.
0: I missed you. I was like, I know that we always have good conversation. Yes. So it was much necessary. And also, how's the podcast going on the oh, same page?
1: Yes. We have been on a summer break kind of unintentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it just happened, like, in May. Because last episode we recorded was May, which I'm at The Little Mermaid. So it was right before it came out. So, like, May 25th. <laughs> uh-huh. And then we have not been in studio in almost three months. But oh we're gosh. going back next week. Yeah, we okay, normally good. don't take a summer break. And so, but we're going back next week. And good. I'm, like... Making sure we have to crank out, like, three in that one session and then... Because we do 12 a year. Yeah. And so, we, so far, I think we've only done four. And so, we have eight left to Yeah, you got to catch-up. And so, yeah, yeah. You
0: have things to do yep. that people need to hear.
1: I know. We have so many things to get on the same page about.
0: I know. Exactly. I love that. We yes. love a plug. Uh, well, I brought you here because we always do have such great conversations, yeah. obviously. And you have an idea of what we're talking about today, but... What really brought us together is I went down a TikTok wormhole like normal. Yes. You know, and I just obviously needed some perspective because the TikTok was basically saying in this video that, you know, it makes no sense that people nowadays are retiring, you know, in their 60s or potentially sometimes even in their 70s when the lifespan now is about 75 mm-hmm. and so the person was saying that if did you, you send are, me this one? Oh, oh i'm sure i yes, did yes i was about to say and yes so, i was like
1: oh this is very familiar so yep. this
0: is the whole thing that started it is it was like i was like i think i'm about to have a crisis like because they were saying middle age is 36 now mm-hmm.
1: uh, yes so, oh you did send me <laughs> this like, one yes. i was
0: like oh and so it kind of sent, I mean, obviously I'm 21, but still, yeah. you know, it just, I was like, I'm so, 21, yeah, okay. I identify as 21. <laughs> so it sent me into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm about to have an actual midlife crisis yeah. because now that's apparently what we're having. They
1: literally call 36 a middle age now. Middle I'm age. I'm like, oh no, I refuse to believe that.
0: Like it's absolute insanity, first yeah. of all, but I think that it kind of, transitions into what I wanted to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And so I'm obviously going to use you as my little guinea pig for some stuff because, you know, I love a TikTok theory, a TikTok, you know, like wormhole. I love all of this.
1: You are also one of only four people. You, Danny, Lamontre and my friend Zach, and then maybe Tanner, so five, that will send me TikToks that I'll actually watch. Anybody else, I'm like, I'm not watching that. (laughs) But like y'all's like, especially when I see Robin has sent you like 30 unwatched. And I'm like, oh yes, this is my movie night. Oh, absolutely. I was like, I
0: love it because I'm very selective of who I send what. And I know, like, if I send you something, especially, I'm like, oh, this is going to hit. Yeah.
1: I've been off of it this summer. But, like, Danny, for example, my friend Danny, she sent me, like, 120 since June. I uh-huh. haven't watched them. And it took me, like, three hours the other day. And I was okay, <laughs> so you're next on the list. But I did watch this one that you were talking yes. about. Because I remember thinking, 36, middle age. What are we going to do with our lives if 36? And well, so, so
0: that was the thing is I was kind of thinking about, you know, so many people struggle with purpose Mm -hmm. and you know especially whenever you hear something like that and you think well maybe i'm not you know far enough along or maybe i'm not doing enough or like whatever and it kind of sends you in to a tailspin. so i want to have this little game with you let's do it to go into it okay so there was this theory yeah and it was it's the theory that you do not know yourself Mm -hmm. okay so here's what i need you to do okay I need you to introduce yourself to me without using your name, without using your age, without your occupation, without your nationality, without your ethnicity, without your gender, and without where you live. Okay. Okay, go for it.
1: Yeah, tell me if I use any one of those. So okay. without name, nationality, gender, what I do, race, where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an avid reader of books and people. I... Uh, enjoy hosting dinner parties I love connecting with like-minded people and learning from and I'm someone who likes to learn from people who are not like-minded um, I am someone who has a deep sense of roots and belonging and I'm drawn to things like that that give me that and ground me I am someone who deeply desires stability I I uh, I'm someone who, uh, or I am. Uh, can I do hobbies?
0: I mean, I w- it doesn't say it on here, okay. but I think here's but, the whole. So here, you're doing an amazing yeah. job. The whole thing about this, though, is that so many people don't know any of these
1: yeah. things. And so, yeah, I am someone who absolutely hates small talk. Uh Long for depth. Agreed. Yeah, I long for depth. I long for substance. Um, and I'm someone who believes that life is worth living to the fullest in whatever ways and capacity you have. And... uh... In the words of Switchfoot, I am someone who believes that we were meant to live for so much more. Oh
0: my gosh. Don't bring Switchfoot (laughs) into it. I cannot even handle that. I was like, I forgot about Switchfoot. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I asked this question Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Did I I
1: miss any of those?
0: I think you did great. I think you did good. So here's the thing is it's surprising because I wouldn't think most people are capable of doing that. I agree. And because it, Face it, it makes you like kind of face something that yeah. most people aren't ready to do. Had so, you not
1: asked me, like, had I not been someone who I do live in my head, mm-hmm. and so and I, as someone who writes, I could have said it, I am someone who enjoys writing, but um, I don't know, even maybe five years ago, if I'd have been able to give you any of those, but yeah. as I've spent a lot of time just like learning about myself and I think part of it, top another topic you and I enjoy talking about is singleness but like mm-hmm. I think when you're single you really have a lot of time to devote together to know who you, you are and absolutely. so many people do not know who you are you are so absolutely. right that TikTok is right
0: so that's the thing is I think it's just so good is it's the theory that most people do not know themselves mm-hmm. so I did ask Instagram mm-hmm. and here's the thing is I'm a little shocked because typically with my Instagram followers everyone responds yeah I got five responses on oh, this. Only five.
1: Robin, I've asked some introspective questions sometimes on Instagram, and normally it's flooded with the DMs. Like, people are like, yes. uh, rude. Why are you making me think? Uh-huh. Like, literally, so little. So, yeah. yeah. So,
0: and I just said, you know. Only five. Yeah, I was like, so only five. And obviously not everyone takes everything seriously. Yeah. Like, whatever. But here's what I got. Yeah. Well, one of them's going to call someone out, but he, basically he just says his, like, stage name. hmm And so he identified as, you know, who he is is Mm as, like, a musician.
1: Do I know this person? Yes. Okay.
0: And then I also got, I'm me is the only right answer. Mm -hmm. And then I got, I'm a bad bitch. Okay. And then I got, I am what I give my attention to. Our lives are the sum of what we choose to invest our time in. Okay. And then I got, I am still trying to figure me out.
1: I like those last three.
0: So, yeah, I was like, I think that that's amazing because it is a question that... Is going to make you think. And yeah. I just said, you know, what would you say to this? Is like, what I put was, what would you say if asked, who are you?
1: Yeah. I love, I'm stuck on, I think it was number four. I am who, what I give my attention to. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really profound answer.
0: Yeah. Because
1: no. that can sum up whether it's... I'll
0: tell you who it was afterwards because okay. it's someone you know.
1: Yeah. Whether it's yeah. you give your attention to politics or healthcare or your job or your family or raising like, that's a... It's an all-encompassing answer, but it's like, so on the surface level, you going be like, okay, well, whatever. But then mm-hmm. when you think about it, it's like, because see, what you do and give you time to shapes who you are.
0: It does. But then at the same time, this is what I wanted us to deep dive mm-hmm. into and is about, aren't we more than just the things we do? Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing is that I have written down this guys this is the first time I've ever done notes I because love it. I really tried to like gather my thoughts on this yeah. one because I do think it's an important conversation. To
1: have. I love it. And I love notes. Yeah. So. so
0: I just said, you know, a lot of people say like if you can't answer this, it forces you into an actual intimate and deep conversation about who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And once you get to know someone, their age, occupation, et cetera, all of those things are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It becomes what they care about, what they love, what their values are. And these are what actually make up the person. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? I agree. Like, it's one of those things that like you could initially, you know, maybe meet someone and you're just like, oh, we don't really click. And Mm -hmm. then you find out more about them on a deeper level. And Mm -hmm. this opens up another conversation that you and I had earlier. And it's about the difference between
1: vulnerability, open and
0: vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So what would your perspective of those two things be? Like, what would the difference be?
1: I think being open means being accessible or being willing to what comes your way and when it comes to people, being kind. And uh, so I think being open is a little past surface level, but I think being vulnerable takes more. Being open doesn't take a lot of intentionality. Mm -hmm. I think you can just be that way and that's fine. Being vulnerable takes intentionality. It takes commitment. It takes discernment, and vulnerability allows you to grow yourself and grow with other people. And being open really can kind of just leave you stagnant. Like no, I
0: totally agree yeah. with that. So what I have written down, and a lot of this I got from is it Bren Brown?
1: Uh, Brene Brown
0: or Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. So she had done a lot like of TED talks talking about this. And so what I got from it is like distinguishing your openness between openness and vulnerability reveals two fundamental contrast in emotional expressions. Yes. Because I feel like whenever you're being vulnerable, you're really opening yourself up to being hurt. I can be open and just be like, oh, hey, I have, you know, a broken family. But the vulnerable part is I tell you about my vulnerable family. Yeah. And, you know, like what makes me the way I am, et cetera. And so... Vulnerability emerges during uncertain moments, emotional risks, and significant life changes. Yes. Like divorce, you know, a death, miscarriage, yeah. death, whatever. Um, And it involves in deeper feelings. Yeah. And it also signifies courage rather than weakness. Yes. But our society has told us by sharing those things, they almost make you weak. weak yeah, I would say especially with men. Yes. Which is heartbreaking because I feel like, once again, I love open communication and like Having conversations is what lets us, you know, bond and connect with each other. Yeah. And it's absolutely wild to me that those things are seen as weak.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. It's like because those things, how else are you going to get deep in relationship with somebody if yeah. you can't show them the parts of you that you're scared to show? And earlier this morning, I was chatting with a friend. Gosh, I, I wish we could just sit here and just chat all day. But I know. But we still have lots of time. But um we were talking about after you've been hurt, for example, and you don't want to be open again because you're yeah. scared. But mm-hmm. you only—people can only love you or you can only experience intimacy and love as much as you're willing to be hurt by
0: 1, it. 1,000% yeah. so, agree. So 1,000% agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, I guess the one thing it was saying is, like, openness lacks emotional grounding. Mm-hmm. And it's merely just being forthcoming without, like, the emotional attachment yes. to it. Because, so, you know, we know
1: some open people who are like—
0: one thousand percent
1: but it's like is there but depth there
0: exactly and is that's it... the thing is I think that's what you know You said is like you hate small talk same as me mm-hmm. Like the whole thing is we've talked about dating is it's hard because how get past it. Hey, how are you? How was your day? Yeah. Well, who are you like w- do you want to get to know me like Girl, there's nothing this? Need... than these
1: good morning texts and just Ugh. nothing else besides good morning
0: or just like what'd you do tonight? I don't know. They
1: ask me, "Hey, what is a memory that you have that makes you feel good?" Or what? Yes. Like, ask me things that I'm say just, you want to yeah, go I was deep. Like, and
0: that's the thing that it's so hard because it's honestly like by denying people like an open an opportunity to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. you're really missing out on who they are. Yeah. And also by I feel like not being vulnerable yourself, you're not letting people know no, who you, who
1: truly you are. are. Absolutely. And
0: you're also like you deserve. To be able to be yourself and like yes. show that openness and receive the love that you deserve.
1: And that's why, girl, I mean, I'm so glad you mentioned that men, because statistically, sixty-five percent of men in the United States say they are lonely. I read uh, Yes. I read a statistic. There was the day. like
0: who put that article out? There was like an article about that. Uh,
1: yeah. And there's been several. And it was like year. you don't have to be. Girl, fifteen percent of men say they have zero close friends. And I'm like, that is a scary statistic. But you
0: know what? And well, we're going to get so off topic. Because they're because not willing to be vulnerable. Sp- but yeah. that's the thing is they're not willing to be vulnerable. and They're like, not
1: vulnerable w- with themselves.
0: No. Ex- oh. <laughs> well, this is the whole thing is like, do you know yourself? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like once you know yourself, you're able to put yourself in those positions and be like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe that didn't work out. Well, that's because that person wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. That person doesn't meet these needs that yeah. I have, et cetera. And
1: that's even in friendships. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the whole thing that I, another TikTok I saw, it was talking about, you know, why so many women at least are so comfortable with being single now and it's like have you seen f- female friendships?
1: They have deep and rich friendships. Like
0: we I'd, why would I need a man that to you're go out to do all the emotional labor and do all this anyways? stuff for whenever me and my girlfriends go out and pay for each other's dinners all the time. Okay. Like, it's not that difficult. Like, we remember each other's birthdays. We remember all these things. And then you have to beg and plead. Like, me and my girlfriends, we make dinner reservations. We're like, hey, can you do this? Like, it's not that difficult. It's really not. And then one of our guys just like, oh, no.
1: And it's so frustrating. because, And then the men, uh, they want to complain about it. Well, these girls, these are too independent. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Women don't want to be hyper-independent, but y'all are giving them no choice. Yes. Because they can't depend on you. Ask to even yeah. remember a simple thing as like hey, like, I know you had a busy work day today, so I picked up some dinner.
0: Yeah, or just like, hey, just wanted to check in on you and make sure you had a good day.
1: Girl, but no. These
0: simplest things. But, okay, back to, kind of, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. obviously. we a tangent. But it's an aspect of vulnerability. It It really is because being vulnerable is also, I feel like, telling people things like that. I was about to say, vulnerability
1: also equals accessibility. You have to be accessible in order to be vulnerable. Yes. Yeah.
0: And it's one of those things you and I talked about is about how, you know, people, I feel like often come up to us and are willing to just share things with us. Mm-hmm. And because they know that we're very open to receiving mm-hmm. that. Girl, and people we are. be telling
1: me their life stories. Well, I'm like, I oh, don't even you know, know you. Yes. So,
0: yeah. I was like, you know, we both get that. I was like, yes. the DMs are the silent. DMs, yes. The DMs are silent. And you boys that misbehave in the DMs, you better believe that my funeral will be p- be paid with your stories. Okay. (laughs) If you do not truly get it together, because I cannot. But it's like, the things that make you love a person typically, you know, don't change. Like, someone's Mm -hmm. character doesn't change. But this is also why whenever they make mistakes, we're able to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Because you know who a person is deep down. And how much they make, for example, doesn't change things to you. Yeah. But if you make less one year or you gain weight or whatever your thoughts immediately go into a downward spiral because you hate yourself and you start hating yourself again mm-hmm. but the whole thing is because typically we identify with those things and forget who we
1: who are we are yeah absolutely cuz we are attached to my weight is who i am my and it's um, not my income is who i am the yeah. house i live in is who i am and as mm-hmm. someone let me tell you oh yeah we'll get to here um as a I, you know how people like you'll hear from older people, like when someone's like at the end of their life and they always tell us like, oh, you won't care what car you drove, who you married, like what what house you lived in, how much Mm -hmm. money you made. You will care about how did I use my time and who did I invest in and who was I? And when I came out of my coma, I literally Mm -hmm. had that thought and I was like. Oh, thank God that I wasn't someone who yes. cared about what how much money was in my bank account or how much what car I drove, what house I lived in. It's like yes. I cared about fundamental things that were so much deeper than that. Yes. And I was yeah. like,
0: and there I there was someone I know that went through, you know, a situation yeah. and said, you know, I was so concerned about what dress I was gonna wear to something, and I was just more concerned than moving forward if I would be able to walk. Okay. And it's just one of those things that it's like, sometimes I feel like we need a shift in our perspective, mm-hmm, perspective because shipped. but here's the thing: is I hate that it sometimes comes to almost a tragedy. Yeah, for those things to happen, mm-hmm. like why is that?
1: I think because we're so used to the messaging of like who your outside self is is mm-hmm. who you are. But here's
0: the thing: is like it's marketing. Oh yeah, isn't that the most insane thing? Is so like we're all like a victim to societal marketing. Yes. I don't know if that has an actual like term, but that's There's what I'm gonna term call it. For it. Yeah. So I was like it's like societal. Yeah. This. I was like, it's like societal marketing. But the thing is is we forget what we love and we forget what we value and we forget what lights us up. These external changes mean, nothing.
1: I mean, how many people do we know that on the outside their lives seem great, grand, they have this together, and on the inside they're miserable or they're 1, unhappy or they're yes. lonely? We know so mm-hmm. many people like that. Absolutely. I've been one of those people in, in my 20s. Same. Oh, yeah. And so I was, that's the thing is, I tell 20s, so many of
0: my friends, I'm like, if you knew me 10, 12 years ago, yeah. you we would not be friends. Yeah. I was miserable. Yeah. I was miserable, and do I have my moments now every now and then where I'm just like, I can slip back into that? Absolutely. yeah. But it's not who I am anymore. Mm. And it took a lot to pull myself out of that. But the thing is, you have to be willing to do that. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing is we have to stop the war on self-hate, stop identifying with things that are external, and anything that can change cannot be who you actually are.
1: Ooh, I love that. I mean, it's such anything that can change. literally cannot be identity. Like, yeah. A millionaire, people go broke all the time. So yes. if, you're, if your identity is in your, your car, money, your car, all all your car. Fam- you like all those your car. Things,
0: that's not like, who you are.
1: Girl, that is so good. If it can't change, it can't be your identity. I love that.
0: Yeah, it cannot be who you are. So think about this is when you woke up today versus yesterday, what changed?
1: Literally like only what I wore, what I ate, what I Are you the I same did. person? I am, yeah. Uh Yeah, you're the same person. Yeah, my external stuff changed, but nothing else about me changed.
0: No, nothing else changed. You're the same person. So the whole thing is to start dropping the persona and drop the mask. Yeah. And just be yourself because that's the person that's lovable and so amazing and anyone would fall in love with.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. I was like, I just think it's one of those things that (sighs) I think that a lot of people search for purpose in a thing. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been guilty of it, too. But it's something that's such a deeper conversation. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I know this episode is going to be shorter because this is going to be a multi-parter. Yes. But it's just setting up what I really want us to talk about. Yeah. Because there is so much to do. But then one of the other things I was seeing is Carl Jung, (laughs) bless you. I was was
1: trying to fight it. Hey, you know what?
0: It's fine. Yeah. But Carl Jung, who's a famous psychiatrist, uh, said one third of his patients came in and it was called no clinical neurosis, which is, you know, like obviously you're supposed to get like a, I guess, a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And he said it was like no clinical neurosis and it's just all they want is a meaning and purpose in life. Yeah, and they're searching for it, and they feel like they can't find it.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so then the story goes on, and it had Victor Frankel, who was a Jewish psychiatrist and also an Auschwitz survivor, mm-hmm. and he said if a fellow inmate, while he was in there, ever felt like they lost purpose, it would be a day or two till they passed because they just like that's what they held on to. Yeah, was like that meaning of purpose, and so like that, oh, it's gonna choke me up. Aw, <laughs> it just makes me so sad. Yeah. Like why? I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. Aw, <laughs> it yeah. just it makes me sad because people are just searching for something always.
1: I mean, I and I and when so many people don't find it too, because like you're searching that in the part. wrong places and you're searching that. Yeah, and like the thing is, because like, everybody wants to. The thing, I mean, Scripture says it too, and we all say it's like the greatest thing is to be fully known and fully loved. And so you can't do that with vulnerability. And like vulnerability will lead you to a higher sense of self and a purpose. Mm-hmm. And so many people just fight, try to fill their time with the empty things and not knowing who they are, not knowing what actually drives them, not knowing what they're passionate about, not knowing what their purpose is. And like, no, I mean, and that's it's exactly the number one social like humans are looking for. It really is. And yeah. that's the
0: thing is I feel like obviously being there and like, I'm I still feel like we all still could be searching for our purpose, yeah. you know? Like and obviously we'll get into it more later. Like I have an idea of what <clears throat> my gifts are mm-hmm. that help me fulfill, fulfill a purpose, your purpose. fulfill yeah. my purpose. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, so many people don't know how to find those things or they don't know if it needs to be an actual tangible mm-hmm. thing or if it can be a service yeah. versus a thing. Yeah. So, it's one of those conversations that's just hard to have, but I think you and I are both open and vulnerable mm-hmm. and this is a conversation that we can have with each other but also maybe someone else needs to hear it
1: yeah and I think I mean I'm glad you're having this conversation I'm glad we might, we're might we turning it into a three-parter so thanks for asking me or a two or three <laughs> but it's like because I really think especially in our age demographic um, this conversation's so vital because you really don't want to waste the rest of your life no. w- and walking around aimlessly without a sense of who you are and your purpose because like yeah, if you don't know yourself, oh my gosh, life can just be like... You'll get blown. You're not rooted in like it'll anything. Just like, You're not planted. Yeah, it, you'll just yes.
0: be blown away, you basically. You go with the one. Yes. That's
1: Proverbs 1. Okay, yeah. don't get me out of here. Oh,
0: yeah, no. I was like, trust... <laughs> so, okay, so I'll go yes. ahead and I'll wait to yeah. save the rest of okay. everything that I yeah. have notes on because the other thing I want to talk about yeah. is um, the anxiety of life, which is Ooh. basically... You know, what we feel all the time is mm-hmm. like we're constantly, you know, like searching and looking and like that life happens and you just kind of have this like anxiety of life. Yeah. But this is the thing I kind of want to leave everyone with is and obviously if you have something. Yeah, I'm going to be
1: ending here. Yeah, I was like, we can okay. end here for now. Oh, I was wow. like, just okay. like, I was ready to go. Well, okay. I mean,
0: <laughs> if you have something else, I was like, yeah, this is one of the things I really want to add in here mm-hmm. to just so people know is the you must remember to love people and use things. Rather than love things and and use use people.
1: People. Yeah.
0: Like, I just, that, like, I was like, everyone needs to hear that.
1: Yes. Love people, use things, not use people and love things. Mm -hmm. Because the love of people will really enrich your own life.
0: Because
1: when you are not worried about attaining, like, yes, we all need to live. So there's certain things like you have to have things. But it's like when you're worried about, hey, have I poured into this person this week? Or have I poured into this? Have I loved this person well? Have I loved my community well? Have I loved my friend who's struggling well? And it's like, we are more fulfilled when we are loving others and seeking things that are not just like, I mean, like, again, how many people do we know who are, like, wealthy and have all the things in the world, but, like, they don't have anybody in their life who's no. real with them, who they're authentic with, who knows them? Like, I wish I mean, we
0: could say names right now. I know. Now so, so bad. Because I'm, like, I'm
1: really thinking of a lot of people in this town. I'm like, and I'm just so blessed that I'm not one of those people. But um, but it has, I think, that remedies that. And, like, I'm grateful not to brag on myself, but literally when I came out of my coma, I'm like, I'm so glad that, like, I've spent my life at least the past decade and a half of my life since I was maybe 22 so maybe just a decade, but um, valuing people over valuing status because like mm-hmm. status and things, they come and go. Those are fleeting. But Absolutely. loving people really lasts. And like, and the thing is, like what did uh, Maya Angelou said, people will never, people will forget what you did or what you, what you said, said but they'll, they'll never forget how you, how you made them feel. feel. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's my like, favorite quote. yes, I mean, it's so true. It's such a profound statement to live by because it's like. Because I still remember—I mean, this things that, like, if somebody didn't love you well and use you, I can guarantee you, you probably remember somebody from high school or college or something. And then there's somebody in your life who probably loved you really well, and there could be 20 years. And I know you still remember somebody like
0: that, right? Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. But it's one of those things, too, is obviously going back to relationships a little mm-hmm. bit. You see so many people nowadays that are, you know, getting divorced or whatever, and they're like, well, you know— like for some men, I know, for example, will be like they'll marry the you know girl who's physically very attractive mm-hmm. and everything else, but then they say that they have nothing in common, yes, and it's like how are you you so you just got the shiny object,
1: and that's what they want
0: and that and here's the thing is that's what some people want, but the thing is, don't you want more?
1: you know what's also really interesting side of this conversation. some people don't want more
0: that and like is and those a are people whole... you have to
1: release. That's Some a pe- really
0: tough part of it, yeah. yeah.
1: Some people don't want more. And people like you and I, because we want more for other people, we can sometimes just be wanting to pull oh, it out of them. yeah. It of them and but just it's right. the whole
0: thing is you can't make people see their own potential. Oh,
1: absolutely not. You Woo! can't
0: fall in love with someone's potential. You have to love someone where they but are. Who
1: they are yes. and where they are. And
0: You're 1,000% Yeah.
1: But, man... And, but I feel like there's something missing when you don't love people. Because like and then that turn, you don't get love back. And that goes back yeah. to vulnerability. You can't love people if you're not vulnerable. You can't love people well if you're not uh-huh. vulnerable. And you can't be loved well if you're not vulnerable. And so, I totally agree. Yeah. Oh, my oh. gosh. I could just keep going. I
0: know. And that's the thing is I hate that we have to do this one short. I know. But I, I just know that this is a conversation I feel like is going to resonate with a lot of people. <clears throat> so I think what we should leave everyone with yeah. is...
1: Who are you? Who are you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You should post this again after this episode airs. And like say, hey, now that you listen to the episode, who, you should post that yeah. question again. So, like, if you, you listen to this episode, well, now can you maybe get a sense of who are you? I think you should ask that question again online and see if you get different responses from people. Okay, I'd I will. would be fascinated by that. I was
0: like, I'll tag you so we yeah, can get so, everyone yeah, I, on absolutely. your side, too. Yeah. I think it's just one of those things that it, like, whenever I saw it, I was like, Wow. I was like that because even though I feel like I'm pretty comfortable with who I am. Yeah. I still always want to be changing and evolving and growing. And I'm still there's still things I'm searching for and that I'm trying to find. And I think that's fine. Yeah. Like we don't have to have all the answers today. No. But when also someone tells you like, hey, you might be halfway done with life. I feel like it kind of puts a fire under your ass to be like, like, let me figure. Yeah. It's just like, wait, what? Yeah. I think sometimes we need and once again, you know, I love being that friend to people, even though a lot of my friends hate it. Uh-huh. Is being the one that says the shit you don't want to hear.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Like, and I'm like, sorry, it's gonna be me. Like so. you
0: don't I I we can't all just hold each other's hands and be like, sure, go ahead, make yeah. l- make all the mistakes you want. Like, yeah, sure. You know what? I'll tell you that. Yeah, if you do want to make all those mistakes, that's fine. But I'm also I'm not to me a good friend.
1: If I don't hold if you accountable. If I do not hold you accountable yes. and tell
0: you like, hey, I think and you're we about to make a mistake. And we know people like
1: accountability these days. Not and a so,
0: single ounce of it.
1: Oh my gosh! I I what? I just had one more thought. Oh, I was gonna say. Um, you and I both like asking people questions. So as you just gave me a great dinner conversation question to oh my ask. Gosh, yeah, yes. I'm about to ask that at the dinner table here in a bit. No,
0: I think it's such a good question. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's going to leave people in their mind. And mm-hmm. so, Oh yeah. Send me that part without the describing part. Send me mm-hmm. that so I can like, who are you without using this?
0: I yeah. love that. Gosh. I just think it's necessary. I think that it kind of lit a fire under my ass because yeah. I was just like, am I about to have a midlife crisis now? Yeah.
1: Like, Like, because
0: it just, it made me think, it made me stop and it made me think. And I love that.
1: Gosh. I mean, I'm going to be thinking about that for a minute. I love that. Yeah.
0: So I'm very excited about what we have coming up next. Yeah. So, I'm really excited
1: to dive into that, and so yeah,
0: because this conversation goes a lot deeper and has a lot of different ways it can go.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I guess we'll see what happens.
1: We'll tune in next. I'm gonna. I'm ready to be here. So
0: it's like I'm excited that you're gonna be here with me. Oh
1: gosh, I, I mean know. And I just yeah, we have depth to go in this conversation. Oh, we got, yeah, so. I was like, this
0: is. We'll have a couple cocktails. Yeah, next that time. one
1: will be like just bring the whole <laughs> bottle of champagne here next time. That one yes, will be one of those. We
0: will. Well, until next time, cheers.
1: Cheers. That. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Mm.
0: And until next time for y'all, cheers.